You're listening to Wholesaling Inc. episode number 30. It was a $64,000 profit. I didn't have to have the house cleaners. I didn't have to do anything. And we closed, I think, 20 days from that day that we had that conversation in the front yard. This is game-changing information guaranteed to raise your real estate wholesaling business with actionable steps you can take immediately to navigate the ins and outs of wholesaling and start making money today. Join us as we put our guests in the hot seat and dive deep to dissect their strategies for success to enable you to duplicate their results. Investor Grit presents Wholesaling Inc., the only show dedicated to making you a fortune in wholesaling with your hosts, Tom Kroll and Cody Hoffheim. Hello, Rhino Nation. This is Cody Hoffheim with yet another episode for Wholesaling Inc. powered by Investor Grit. Today, we are going to deep dive yet another deal where this investor made a good chunk of money. I'm not going to share all the secrets yet because she's going to be sharing the full details of this deal, the wholesale deal. For those that are new listening to this podcast today, wholesaling. We're just talking about a little real estate niche called wholesaling. Wholesaling is just strictly the art of finding deeply discounted properties that you can then turn for a huge profit. And we're going to go over that today with an investor specifically with wholesaling and how much money she made and, and how she did it all. So this investor's name is Jamie Woolley. Jamie is from Wiley, Texas, and she's been wholesaling since February of this year. So February of 2016, and she's already done 38 deals this year. She's an absolute rock star. And without further ado, let's get uh, Jamie on. Jamie, how are you? I'm good, Cody. How are you? Not too bad. Let's uh, let's have you fill in the gaps a little bit about your story and a little background, and then let's go from there. Perfect. So my story is I wanted to do something new in my life. My uh, husband and my father both have their own businesses, and I was running the, the office and managing that for my father for about seven years, and I decided it was time to do something new and started looking into real estate. Originally thought that I wanted to flip houses and that that was kind of my main focus and accidentally stumbled on wholesaling. Honestly, um, I got a property under contract from Craigslist, scouring Craigslist and had an investor call me and say, you know, listen, I'll I'll pay you $40,000 for that house. And I, I, I didn't know what that was at the time, honestly. I thought, wow, that, that's pretty cool. What is this? And everybody you know, that I knew, I talked to about it. They said, well, that's a wholesale deal. I'm like, well, let me look more into this wholesaling. This, this is pretty interesting. And that is actually when I found Tom Kroll and Cody Hoffine, Investor Grit, and started looking into lots of programs. But hands down, I was sold. And so from knowing nothing, uh, stumbling upon what, what happened to be a wholesale deal, which I didn't understand at the time, to uh, joining the program. And I learned everything I needed to know from that program and just followed it step by step until where I am now with a team of five and an office and just and 38 going. deals and 38 <laughs> deals. Yes. Oh, yes. So I, Jamie, yes. here's the coolest thing about your story. I absolutely love. And I didn't know this, by the way, that you, you fell upon this wholesale deal by doing what you were going to flip this home. Someone's like, no, 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 don't flip it. I want this home so bad. I'm just going to give you 40 grand. Here you go. Walk away. And you probably looked at like, uh, <laughs> uh, why would I want to flip this? If I can do that over and over again, 
I, I, I laugh because this happens to a handful of investors where they didn't even know about wholesaling. It just happened to work out where they wholesaled their, their first deal and also like, uh, let's just put this on repeat. And I know that's kind of where, where you're going is, is from there you're like, why would I want to flip a house ever if I can just do that? Just find the deeply discounted property and have an investor buy it from me. A hundred percent. There's, there's so much in between with the flip and everything else. The Wholesale is definitely the way to go and definitely the way that my uh, business is geared towards now. Okay, so Wiley, Texas. And I love that uh, I almost had a tongue twister. Jamie Woolley from <laughs> Wiley, Texas. Wiley <laughs> is just pretty dang close, just right out from Dallas, right? It's just about 10 minutes away, yes. Yeah, still a little bit of country. I had to have a little bit of a yard. I didn't want to touch the neighbor's window next to me. So, <laughs> Okay, so let's deep dive a deal and let our listeners know how they can implement some pretty simple step-by-step tactics and how they can start wholesaling so they can be a rock star like Jamie. Perfect. Well, the deal that I'll be talking about today was in Garland, Texas, which is just about 10 minutes from here as well. The seller got a postcard from actually from my very first month of mailings. He kept it on his dresser. He told me for about three months. So he had kept my postcard there for my direct mail, which was an equity list that I was mailing to at the time and called me, uh, you know, and just said, Hey, you know, can, can you come look at the house? I I got a postcard. And so I said, of course, I went over there and, and looked at the house. This situation was a little bit different. He was still married for 15 years, but yet they had not been living together or in a marriage relationship for 15 years. She was actually out of state. So legally, they were still married, but that was it. He has some family, but they're four or five hours away and very busy with their jobs and kids and things like that. So he actually had no one to help him with this process. He, he really didn't understand how it worked or where he was going to go or, or anything. So I think I spent about three hours with him the very first day. Uh, that we talked and he was happy with the price that I was going to offer him. He was just very concerned about the fallout afterwards, what was going to happen. And so after being there already three hours, I said, listen, let's, you know, let me call you tomorrow. Let me come by and we'll talk about the aftermath, what, what happens, where you can move, things like that. So then I came back a couple days later, spent another three or four hours. We looked for apartments for him. We found an apartment. I actually drove him around finding an apartment. We had to find something to store a lot of his stuff in. He, he was not comfortable with getting rid of it, uh, but definitely couldn't fit all of it in the apartment. So we found a storage building close by. He had an awesome Corvette that he loved that he had to show me, but he did have a truck that was not working. So I had to get that truck towed to get it working. Also, a moving company hired movers, helped him pack, had the movers pack him. So this one was a a little tough as far as all of the things that we had to do to, to get this deal done. So we, you know, like I said, we found him an apartment. We got one of his trucks towed that was non-working. We got a storage unit for all of his things, got all of his stuff packed and got the moving company all in this time of about a 12, 13 day period. Okay, Um, let's stop right there real quick. I want the listeners to learn something like perfect, perfect, well said right there. Rhino Nation, if you're listening, these are the things you should be jotting down. If If you're listening to specifics here, I'll, I'll retell you what it is. Jamie hit on some pretty dang important things that you need to do. Every successful wholesaler 
that wants to be successful needs to be doing exactly what Jamie did during this transaction. She became this seller's best friend. She met with him for three hours the first day. She met with him for three hours the second day. The, the seller didn't know where to go. She helped him find the apartment. He didn't know what to do. She helped him get the moving company to come pack the stuff up. She helped get the truck towed off. She really had that genuine concern of helping him literally make this a win-win. And so many investors are so want to just worry about the simple deal. Like, oh no, I don't have to, if you don't know where you're moving, don't know this, like pass next. Jamie stayed, she stuck around and she helped this individual out He's going through, well, not really, I guess you couldn't call it divorce, but they're split up for 15 years. There's going to be some stuff, and you're going to get more into this, but look how much work she's already done, some preparation work, before this deal has even gone to the title company to close. Look at how much effort and time she's put into this, and we'll reveal here in a little bit that when you put forth the, the deals that take some of this effort and time, tend to also pay you the best as well. So Jamie, let's keep going. Yeah, so we got it under contract, all of those things that you just discussed. And it was, you know, time for closing. And this was a very hand-holding deal. So every, every probably two days at least, either he would call me or I would call him and we'd talk for a good 10 or 15 minutes every time just to make him feel comfortable. And then it came time to close and, you know, he called and said, listen, I, I drive all the time, but usually, you know, about 10 minutes around from my house, I'm not really comfortable going to Dallas. And, you know, I said, no problem. So I went and picked him up. We went to the title company. There is a little caveat in here is his wife legally, and he had not decided for sure on the profit split. So he was going to take away about $50,000. And she wanted half of it, but yet he'd been living in this home for the past 15 years, upkeeping it himself, doing everything while she's been out of state, but she wanted half. So we were literally at the closing table negotiating on speakerphone. She wanted to speak to me. I negotiated her down to about $15,000. He was happy. She was happy. And we scanned the paperwork to her. She signed. So that was the only thing we were waiting. And everything was good. Everything was, at the end, good. She was not very excited about it. But it was an interesting deal. I've never done that at the closing table with uh, somebody's spouse. Did you even know what was going to take place? Like, here's another best part. Like, (laughs) you're saying all this stuff. And I think... I think so many of the listeners are probably thinking, oh, she has so much knowledge. I bet you, I bet you Jamie's a, a divorce attorney and she just knows this process step by step. And I, and I bet you she knows all these connections to these movers and the, she knows all these apartment owners. And so this is just so easy for Jamie and it's because she just knows all these people and she has all this knowledge. Is that the truth? That is 100% not the truth. I didn't know hardly any anything. I just had to figure it out. I, I wanted it. I wanted to make it happen, and, and I made it happen. So everything was on the fly, and I was just going off the cuff there. <laughs> so not a divorce attorney. Don't have any parents that own apartments that you could hook this guy up with an apartment. Didn't have a brother that was uh, the two brothers moving dudes company. I don't know how many companies are out there. I'm just making up names. <laughs> but didn't have any of these connections. You just – saw something that needed to be done and you knew you were going to get paid for it 
and it was worth time putting into it. So now that we've gone to the title, you've spoke to the wife, you you negotiated this price, you've helped both individuals come to a, an agreement and, and a conclusion. What does this all translate to when it comes to actual deal? So we ended there and my full intent was to wholetail this property. So a wholetail for me means going in, cleaning it up and putting it on the MLS as a retail purchase, a retail sale. So that was my intent. I go to the house to put my sign up to, you know, unlock the doors and and have a few people come in and give me some bids. The neighbors come out and it was a family and they had a son, a wife and a daughter living with them and said, is this house for sale? I said, well, yes, it is, you know, and they asked me what I wanted for the house and I told them and they said, well, you know, I'm not really sure. I said, well, listen, it, you know, I'm, I'm putting it on the market either way, but I will give you 24 hours. Within 24 hours, they came to me with their offer. It was a $64,000 profit. I didn't have to have the house cleaners. I didn't have to do anything. And we closed, I think, 20 days from that day that we had that conversation in the front yard. Okay, wait, 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 wait. You're going to hear a familiar <laughs> sound in the background. Get ready. <laughs> I have one of those. I love that sound. We we ring it here in the office. <laughs> did you get your victory bell in Memphis? I did get the victory bell in Memphis, and yes, we oh, we have that. Okay, <laughs> so sixty four thousand dollars. This was going to be a wholesale deal. Kind of break it down so my so the listeners understand what a wholesale deal is. Okay, so a wholesale deal is when I actually close and fund on the property. And okay, then so you actually own it. I actually own the property. Okay. And then do whatever I decide to do during that interim between putting it on the market, which most hotels should be maybe getting a house cleaner, possibly paint and carpet, but the least amount of work that you can do. So something that can be done in two or three days and pop it right back on the uh, retail market. Perfect. And so. This one, you didn't even have to do that because the neighbor ended up. So that was the intent. Go through it. You own the home. You're going to clean it up a little bit, put it on the market with a realtor. Yes. And then you didn't even need to go that step, that process, because neighbor came over, said, nope, we want it, made an offer within 24 hours, and ultimately net $64,000 on this one deal. Yes, it was It was a great deal. <laughs> Holy cow. But Here's the thing. We talk about uh, little things like solving problems. You make money when you solve problems. We talk about how, like an example, if you're at New York and you're at those street vendors and you got the, the hot dog carts on the stand, right? You go up to the hot dog, the hot dog stand to go get uh, fed. This guy is helping solve a little problem, not a big problem, just a little problem. Someone's hungry, so he sells a hot dog, fills the belly, did his job. But you're going to have to sell a lot of hot dogs if you're going to make a lot of money. But then if you take it to the case of like a surgeon, someone that's a specialist and does is a doctor and he's going to perform surgery, this is a lot bigger problem. And these lot bigger problems also come with a lot bigger payday. And it's the exact same thing as you can hear with, with Jamie. Some of these go smooth and easy. Some of these take helping them literally step by step, move their truck, move their furniture, move them into an apartment, help negotiate, be the the middle person between husband and wife. I mean, she took all of these extra steps. Instead of just being the hot dog stand, she was now the surgeon. She was the specialist going in there and helping in every way that she could. But just like that surgeon, 
she also received a heck of a lot better payday because she solved a lot bigger problems than just the easy problems that are going out there. So Jamie, holy smokes, that is awesome stuff. Thank you. Thank you. It is. And it's it's gratifying in both the payday, but also, I mean, it meant so much to, to this man. I mean, he still calls me once every couple of weeks. He's a good person and he really needed help. And so it was gratifying in more than just one way for sure. So hopefully if the listeners, the rhinos can understand that there is a little bit more to it than the money. And if you find that more to it than the money, then you will be successful. Yet another gold nugget, Jamie drops. So that's awesome stuff. <laughs> that's exactly it is put those relationships first. The byproduct is, is you're going to get paid for doing it. But if you go in there with the mindset of being a friend, you will always, well, nine times out of 10, you're also going to walk out with the contract because people do business with people that they trust. And that's the, that's the truth of this business. And that's the best part about this business is you get to go out there and just truly help these individuals. Instead of having the word sell, how can I sell you on this? It's replace that four letter word sell and put the word help. How can I help these individuals? And then you will find success in wholesaling. And it's, it's, it's really as simple as that. Would you agree that it, it, it does take work? It does take consistency. But is there anything that's so absolutely hard that you do? Oh, not at all. No. Not at all. And I 100% agree with you. It's not. And, and typically when it gets difficult, would you also agree with me a little bit on this? Is that when you hear someone like struggling or it's just so hard – it's usually the investor that's struggling. It's not wholesaling that's hard. It's usually the the investor is, is complicated during those moments. Right, most definitely. If I, if I have something that comes up, I uh, phone a friend. <laughs> so, I mean, you, you've got the internet, you've got Cody, you've got Tom, you've got the, the group. I mean, there's no reason to have any issues. If something comes up, there is an answer. So, Jamie, you always have an amazing mindset. Whenever I speak with you, you're always ready to push yourself to the next level. You're never staying comfortable. You're always striving to be uncomfortable. And that's a good thing. Like, I want my listeners to understand that is that is a good thing, being uncomfortable because success is on the other side of comfort. But I always love whenever we're talking, it's always, oh, but Cody, I'm trying to do this. I'm trying to bring on another member on the team. I'm trying to do this. What helps you if, if there's, I, do you read, are you a book reader? Are you book on tape, audible? What is it that, that gets your mindset the way that it works when I talk with you? Yeah. So, I mean, I, I love podcasts and books lately. I've been so into the business and then family time when I get home. But in the very beginning, the first six months, I mean, the TV never was on once. The radio was never on. There was no free time. It was work and then, you know, family time. And then when everyone else is kind of hanging out at night, definitely podcast or YouTube videos or books. I really do like Grant Cardone. I think he puts you in the right mindset right now. I'm reading Be Obsessed or Be Average. Yeah. Is that the one um, where he's uh, on the plane? On the plane. Yep, yes. Yep. Yep. <laughs> yeah. So, I mean, the that mindset is amazing. And I, I really like him a lot. And of course, you know, your, your podcast, but there's just so many people out there that, that have a wealth of knowledge of, of real estate and anything that you want to learn. But really, it's the mindset that I think is the most important out of anything that is ever discussed, talked about or learned is, is the mindset. I mean, it, in the beginning, it was rough, but you just have to keep pushing because you are going to run into hurdles and things that you don't know or understand. But if you keep pushing and like Tom and Cody say, take action, 
I mean, that is the most important thing is to take action, but then let your recreational time or downtime be with a Grant Cardone or someone that gets the best out of you. That's definitely what I would suggest. Okay, so you talked about how at the beginning there's a couple like, yeah, you're going to run into some road bumps, some some walls, you're going to run into some struggles. What would you recommend to someone new at wholesaling, just getting into it, what would you say if you could start back and it was looking at Jamie back in February that you wish you would have done differently or maybe, no, because I did this correctly, I am where I'm at today. So what is it that you would tell the new listener? Differently, I would say Nothing differently. That's the way I live my life as well, though. I think everything is for a reason and you you take from it. But what I would say to do as far as what I learned and what I think has really kept me where I am is just the taking action every single day, every minute of the day, write down what you need to get done that next day and do not go to bed until you have done all of those things. And when something comes up, just keep taking action. It will eventually happen. But if you stop taking action, then wherever you're going, whatever your goal or whatever you're supposed to achieve that week, it won't happen. So you just have to take action on a daily basis. I know that is what has gotten me here. 90% of everything I've done this year within my business, within hiring people, within working with these sellers, bringing systems in the business, I had to take action every day to make those things happen. Even when I didn't understand or know, I still took action and I've made a lot of mistakes, but I end up figuring it all out because I take action. Jamie, I love it. I love it. Thank you so much. I know you're busy. I know right after we hang up, you're like right back to work and getting your team rocking and rolling. So thank you for your time. I know uh, it's, it's important to you, your time, and I know it's valuable, your time. And we appreciate, and I know the listeners are, are appreciative of, of your time on this podcast today. Thank you. Most definitely. And thank you so much. And just so everybody knows, Cody, I've, I've got to meet Cody in person and hang out with them. He truly is just an amazing person. And he knows this business like the back of his hand and he is obtainable. So if you're looking for somewhere to learn this business, Tom Kroll and Cody Hoffine are where you want to be. Jamie, you're a rock star. Thank you so much. You're welcome. Okay, Rhino Nation, we've had yet another episode where you can listen to a wholesaler in our nation just absolutely crushing it. Jamie Woolley has been fantastic. You've heard step-by-step step what she's done to have a deal that paid her $64,000. On top of that, she's done 38 deals in her first year as a wholesaler. That is absolutely amazing. If you want to learn more about wholesaling and how to do it, you can go over to investorgrit.com. That's investorgrit.com. And if you're not on our email list, holy smokes, you've got to get on that. We drop gold nuggets on that all the time, giving out information to help you explode your wholesaling business. And then also in your, if you're ready to just jump up and just get to that next level and be a rock star like Jamie and like all the other individuals that have been on the podcast, you can go click on that coaching tab and book a call with our team. And if we like what you have to say, we just might invite you to be part of the tribe. Till next time, take care, Rhino Nation. See ya. 
That's all for this episode. Your next step to success is to continue the conversation over at InvestorGrit.com by joining the mailing list as well as get your chance to book a strategy session to learn the systems and become part of the tribe with your hosts, Tom Kroll and Cody Hoffheim. We'll see you next episode with more ways to make you a fortune in wholesaling.